the System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 92, where we're going to be talking all about delivery and beyond using Google Draw. If y'all are excited about flowcharts like I am, you are going to love this episode. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes, as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsammy.com for show notes and freebies. Now, let's hear a word from our sponsor this month. Y'all know that extreme focus is the secret sauce to my business. And this month, I'm sharing one of the ways I'm able to shut out all distractions without sacrificing cuteness. My studio headphones. Before, I would just blast Nora Jones, but then I got a new roommate, my sister, who didn't really appreciate that. So Studio came to my rescue and sent me their gorgeous Regent headphones. I recently took them on a trip to Detroit, where I was able to avoid the snoring man in 9A. Thank goodness. They are Bluetooth along with an auxiliary cord, meaning I can connect them to my iPhone, iPad, or whatever other device I have on me. And I was able to get a discount for you, my audience. So go to systemsaveme.com slash studio, S-U-D-I-O, and input the promo code SYSTEMS15 to get 15% off your very own pair. Onward to a more focused year. Let's get ready to hear from our guest. Hey, Shelly. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Now I get to talk to you, so that... makes my day just that much better. Uh, So I would love for you to share what it is that you do, um, a couple of details about yourself as well, um, because we're going to take these people on a ride. It's going to be exciting. Awesome. Okay. So I am basically an operations consultant and business strategist. I work with established entrepreneurs for the most part, and mostly females, uh, online service providers, And we do anything from just ongoing online business management to recreating and transitioning people through different processes and team management. Yeah. Shelly is a smarty pants. Um, So (laughs) I love getting to chat. that. And we got to chat beforehand and we've chatted multiple times prior to this. So, um, so I have like Jordan stamp of approval on Shelly. So anywho, I'm excited um, to hear about uh, the process you're going to talk to us about. And it is flow charts um, using Google draw, which I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what Google draw is. Some people who are listening may not know what Google draw is. (laughs) So if you want to start with what the heck that is, and then we'll go into kind of describing what your business looked like before. Well, you actually use a different one, if I yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, well, Google Draw is like a hidden Google app that most people don't really know even exists. Yeah. You have to, um, when you click on the little take me to different apps at the top of the Google suite, it doesn't usually pop up at the top. Yeah. And if you're in Google Drive, it won't pop up there either. You have to actually click more apps to find Google Draw, or you can just Google Google Draw and it'll take you there within your drive. So it, it's seriously just a drawing um, 
application and you can you can draw directly in it or you can create flowcharts, which is what I use it for. Wow. And it's got all of the shapes and the lines and everything that you could possibly need that's in a lot of the other platforms out there that you can do flowcharts on, but it's free and it's inside of the Google suite. So it's wonderful. I'm all down for free apps. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm probably yeah. going to be dropping Lucidchart then. <laughs> well, you know, Lucidchart has some features that are really cool, but yeah. I just found that for what I needed to use it for, right? I, I didn't need to pay for another app. Right. I know. And I like, and I mean, operational people, I feel like all like all in one stuff. So the fact that I can just keep it in my G Suite little circle over here just makes me happy instead of having an extra app. And I mean, I already paid for the annual life, which was like 60 bucks for the year or something, whatever it was. Um, but it would be really exciting to keep everything in my Google drive and have the flow charts already inside of there instead of downloading and all exactly. that stuff. All you, that can, stuff. you can create stuff, you can save it right to your client folder and you can mm -hmm. export it out as um, different graphic files or PDFs. So you can drop it yeah. into different, um, different things like a keynote or mm -hmm. um, a PowerPoint. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. So kind of describe um, your business or your client's business before you started using Google Draw and flowcharts. Oh my goodness. So I tend to work with online service providers. They're typically very visionary people. Mm -hmm. um, they've got big ideas. They are usually signed up to a million systems. And when I come into the picture, my team likes to say that I have a branded broom because I just come in and just start sweeping up everything. <laughs> so, there's the Shelly Weech broom. No, I come in and I usually will take a look at everything that they're using and what's not necessary, what's not needed, what's an extra mm -hmm. expense, what's missing. Yeah. And we will flow chart out all of the systems that they have and what they're actually using them for and how they connect. Because as you know, everything we use integrates with something else. To get a really good picture of why you need all these systems, it's good to map it all out, like yeah. lay it all out on a, on a visual of every system you have and what are the reasons you have it, how much you're paying for it, what it connects to, and then you can really start to see what you don't need or what's missing. So that's what I, I first started using it for because so many of the people that I work with are visual. And when I would get on the phone with someone or a Zoom or whatever and try to explain things, it was like I was talking to a wall. Right. And, you know, no offense, but right. I start getting into this whole tech lingo and they're like looking at me like during the headlights, what are you talking about, Shelly? Could you just do it? And I'm like, yeah, I could right. just do it, but you should really know as right. a business owner what it is that you have and you're working with. So if, you know, I'm not here tomorrow, you have a clue. Right. So I started, I'm like, I need to have some way to visually show this. So I started doing it in just Google Docs and writing it out. Right. But writing it out in text form is still not visual for people. Right. So I started looking around for platforms like um, Lucidchart. There's a couple of others that I've used for funnel mapping. And I just found that, gosh, it's just you know, it's inconvenient for me to have to log into yet another platform that I'm paying for. There's got to be a better way. I noticed that you could draw directly into Google uh, Sheets and uh, Docs. 
Mm. There's actually that functionality. I'm like, there's that functionality. What else is there? So I went into the marketplace, Mm. the Google marketplace, and I searched around and I found Google Draw. And I looked it up and, you know, researched other people who were using it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the best tool ever because it, A, it's free and B, it, it is completely um, user-friendly. I didn't have to learn something that was so complicated and, and I could keep it right there in their folder. So I started using it to just map out, um, at first I was just mapping out funnels Mm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, I could totally use this to map out processes and procedures for my team and other people's teams. So I just started using it for everything. And now I use it for org charts uh, process maps, funnel maps, pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. I, if I make a visual context for everything that I do with a client because it, it makes the call with them to explain what you're doing half the time. Oh, totally. And I, I actually like using it for email sequences. Like that's mm-hmm. like the fun part um, for me is I will sit there and just you know, be like, you know, if this and that. So it literally looks like my active campaign flow, um, but it's just in, well, lose a chart. Um, so like it, it really just helps you understand and see the bigger picture of maybe what's written or what's in a video tutorial or whatever else. Absolutely. So but can I, use it for webinars, you can, you can map out anything visually. Totally. And as the support person for an entrepreneur who wants to do something, it just cuts down the communication by so much. I save so much time by just dropping it into a flow chart and saying, this is what we're doing. Do you have any questions? And they can visually see it and envision it. And if it matches what's in their head, they're like, I'm good to go. And if it doesn't match the vision in their head, then we can edit it from there, but it cuts the conversation in half. Oh yeah. I totally, totally agree. What kind of drove you to put a process in place or to look for Google Draw was the fact that your clients weren't able to understand what it is you were saying with all the tech. I was going in circles with the conversation. (laughs) You know, when you start dropping out the API and the integration, they're like, what? What are you talking about? It just made sense to make it visual. So where I don't, I'm not actually even having that technical of conversation at that point. Right. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. Yeah. API throws everybody off, but (laughs) (laughs) totally get it. Uh, So go ahead and kind of walk us through the steps that you took to start creating these flow charts um, and then integrating them into the different areas of your business. You said that you kind of started it with what software you were using for what, and then, you know, kind of taking it from there. I did start with just like what softwares are being used because that's the initial thing that we do when we're um, coming into a new client is we're evaluating what systems they're using and what they're missing or what they're paying too much for. So that made the most sense to just start from there, put everything, lay everything out on a visual map of all of their systems, not just a list, a text list, and then start, um, you know, listing out underneath each one what it's used for what it's connected to. And what I found was it was really easy at that point to figure out what the missing elements were. Mm -hmm. Granted, a lot of times I can just ask a client, um, you know, what systems do you have? And I can immediately kind of pull out what's missing. But when you're working with a team of people who may not know every single system out there and what it connects to, um, I've just learned all that stuff over time. 
So working with a team, I had to kind of put a little bit more of a process in place for them to be able to see what was missing. And then whenever a client wants to do something new, like say they are, you know, they've got an email campaign system, they've got, you know, their website, they've got landing pages, they've got a checkout cart, and all of a sudden they want to do webinars. Right. So then we need to look at what are the actual platforms they're using on this map and what's the best webinar platform that could connect into all of those current systems instead of just going out and researching all the different webinar platforms because there's a million and randomly picking one and then realizing, oh, this doesn't connect into this thing over here that we already have. So now it's a domino effect. Oh, totally. So to keep that domino effect from happening, we just mapped everything out and that way it's a reference point for any time a client wants to do something new. So that was the first step. Then we started mapping out their funnel sequences and their email sequences, like you say. And it really helped with needing to know naming conventions. You know, oftentimes we come in and, you know, we walk into an active campaign or an entreport account and we're like, what are all these names? What the heck? And then there's like all these duplications of funnels and they just say copy of or part one, part two, and you don't really know what it goes to unless you open every single one. Well, that's a waste of time. So we would start mapping out everything that's within an active campaign account automation wise that was active or -hmm. everything in Entreport that was active. So then we knew if a contact enters at this point, they go through this sequence and then maybe they get dropped into this other one over here, but it's all on a map. So if anything changes or we update something, we have a map that we can just move the pieces around and then everybody is on the same page and knows what's happening at all times. Right. So then do you have like a key to where like when you create, you know, say you just have a funnel sequence um, and you have a key of, you know, okay, this is the tag, this is, you know, the list, the automation, whatever it is, um, and here's the email. Do you have specific like shapes or colors or stuff like that that you use to then basically from, I guess, a template, then be able Mm -hmm. to create multiple. And that way your team knows, okay, like a blue triangle means this or a red square means this. Yes, we do. We have like a standardization of um, each color, each shape, what they mean. That Mm -hmm. way everything's consistent across clients um, from our side of the fence. So we, we know what's going on. The client doesn't necessarily know that their map looks similar to someone else's map. But um, yeah, and there's a why behind everything that you do inside of a funnel, whether you're tagging someone, you're segmenting, you're sending them off over to some other area. There's a why, there should be a why behind every single action that happens in a funnel. So we not only actually state what that action is but we'll put the why in a box next to it mm, that's mm-hmm. really nice yeah because a lot of times people are like why are we doing this like, yeah why, why we- did we do this four <laughs> months ago oh I don't remember four months ago so we got to write it down yeah that's super super good and then uh org charts that stuff interests me I could or I love org charts I love org chart. You know, when you're working with multiple contractors and multiple subcontractors, multiple team members, whether you have employees or not, I think the thought is that, well, I'm not a big company and I don't have employees. Right. 
And so I don't need an org chart. Well, actually you really should have an org chart that mm-hmm. has job descriptions for each person or expectations and goals for each person that's on the team, whether that is a contractor that pops in as needed yeah. or is full-time in your business. So uh, we'll build out an org chart for a client if they need it, if they don't have one and they've got more than at least two or three team members right. that they're utilizing or outsourcing work um, even on an as-needed basis. Just so mm-hmm. again, everybody knows who's on that team, who does what. Oh, totally. And I think that's probably what I'm going to go do after I get done with all these recordings. I'm like, (laughs) I just want to org chart it. Um, (laughs) Because it also just lets you know, okay, who do I pull in for these different things? And while it's, it's in my head, but it's also nice to have just a reference point. um, And just Mm -hmm. to know, okay, you know, who can I pull in for this project? Because for my summit launch, I had seven different people that were not normally on my team, on my team for my launch. And so just being like, okay, I can pull this person in for these different projects because they helped me in this area of my launch. Um, And also just, you know, using Upwork randomly for random shenanigans um, and stuff like that. It's really helpful to have that list. And I'm surprised I don't have it, but I'm going to go figure that out later. (laughs) So thank you for that. And so then what are some other, I guess, tips or, or helpful things when people want to go, say somebody just wants to go and play around in Google draw. Um, and you know, we talked about having a key with the colors and the shapes. What are some other things that would be helpful to people when they're creating different flow charts? I would say, um, There's a couple of things. You mentioned having the key and having a template. So definitely uh, don't go shape color crazy. Make sure that you have some consistency to what you're using shapes and colors for, that they're designated on a template somewhere. Um, I'm going to use a blue square for this always, and I'm going to use a purple diamond for this always. And you can have as many shapes as you want, but at first it it's so fun and everybody wants to just make it so colorful and so pretty, but then it looks confusing and it kind of takes away the point of having a flow chart. So make sure and keep your shapes and colors consistent um, across what you're trying to explain. Yeah. Um, I would always recommend to keep it to one page. It can be very easy to just kind of like go off to the right and all of a sudden you've got like five pages to the right or go down and you've got six pages going down. So try and keep it on one page to mm-hmm. where if you needed to print it out or PDF it to someone, right. it's easier to do format wise mm-hmm. and always work left to right. Cause yeah. in the U S we, we read left to right. right. Um, always try to keep your flow going left to right. And if you're going to, if you get to the end of the page and you want to keep it on that page, you can always circle it back but always have the first line at least moving left to right. Mm, yeah, those are the good things to note for sure. Mm-hmm. I know because you can get really long. On those you can pages. get really long. You can get really out of control like it's a party on a paper. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, they're so fun whenever you first start. And you can add images in. So you could, if you did an org oh, chart, yeah. headshot next to each one, you can have a lot of fun that with is org so- charts. Yeah. <laughs> You can. Right. Yeah. There goes all my productivity. Well, I'm it's sorry. still productive. It's still productive. Um, but yeah. And I, and, um, I actually use like screenshots of videos. So like, okay, video one, video yep. two, video three, like I have little screenshots of those. Um, Absolutely. So that you can see like, 
you know, sometimes it's good to have shapes for videos, but like to know what specific video um, goes where that stuff is really, is really helpful too. I love Absolutely. that. I hope everybody goes and downloads Google draw into your Google goodness <laughs> and yeah. And just plays with it. So, um, so getting into the final questions, uh, what was your best financial investment in business? That's a hard one. Um, uh, I think I'm going to go Jordan Gill on this and say, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I think that I out of every system that I pay for, yep. um, and, and I'm obviously I'm saying system wise, best financial investment right. out of every system I pay for, which I don't even think I pay for acuity right now. Um, mm. It's the most essential yep. and the most time-saving out of everything. Yep. Um, Non-system-wise, the best investment I made was outsourcing my um, opt-in designs. Ooh. Yeah, I'm really, really crappy at making fabulous PDFs. And so I started outsourcing it to a designer and they look fabulous now. <laughs> and I will never create a PDF opt-in ever again. And it's not that expensive. Oh, well, that's, yeah, that's good to know. Cause yeah, I, that should be something that I, whatever. It was tricky because I do a lot of like Google sheets or google drives mm -hmm. as my opt-ins i do too edit mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff so i wonder does she ever design those are they designable no um anything that's just in the google drive that i share as a straight download i just leave it formatted how i format it but if it's right. an actual pdf i'll outline it and i'll outsource it to a designer who yeah. does pdf work and I'm always just blown away whenever I get it back. I'm like, oh, I would have never done that. <laughs> that was amazing. Can you do another one? I mean, it's just, it's just start just, creating things and yes, them over to her. Yes. I know. I know. That was the best non-system financial investment. Nice. Yeah, I did that. And then what was your worst financial investment in business? Thinking that I needed all the things. Preach. Seriously, I think Preach. I signed up for every platform under the sun because everyone yeah. had it and said it was amazing. And all of a sudden I, I had like $600 go out one month on platforms. I'm like, what did I just do? I'm not even using these things. So yeah. I think really um, stripping down to the core of what you actually need. Yeah. And is it thinking about the platforms that you're using as, is it a bonus to have this or is it essential in my business? Mm. And my overhead, you know, it's roughly $120 a month. Yeah. And oftentimes hard, people are like, wow, how do you only pay that much? It's because I don't have all the bells and whistles and I right. do things. I only have the essentials and mm -hmm. it works. Yep. It totally, totally works. Yeah. I think I'm at 165 not so bad. Like, yeah, not bad. Um, I have some, so that's monthly. So then I have some annuals that pop in every right. once in a while. But, um, and I have a few lifetimes that I somehow like snagged um, for really, really cheap Sweet. a long time ago um, that I can still use. So, um, so really keeping into account, like you do not need to be spending. Oh God, no. Like, I mean, a lot of people can, you know, run their businesses under a hundred dollars a month in software and be totally okay. When you're new and you don't know and you see all of the social media about, oh, this is the best thing ever and, oh, I'm using this timer and I'm using this right. and it's like, next thing you know, you've got everything under the sun coming yeah. out of your, your bank account and you're like, how did I get to this point? Yeah. <laughs> 
months. And that's where we get back to map it out on a flow chart and figure <laughs> out what you actually need and what's missing and keep it to the core essentials. Yep. A hundred percent. And I think it's, it's also a lot of the things like I do pay for acuity, but honestly, I feel like 90% of people don't need to pay for acuity. Um, and there's a lot of free versions of tools that you can use to get started. And then, you know, once you have a team and all that stuff, if you need to increase whatever it is, then you need to, but it really like today, you know, thinking, how long have you been in online business? Well, I've been an entrepreneur for a long time, but I've had different businesses. As for this one online business, I think I'm going on my almost three years. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. thinking of like three years ago, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. like the software and tools that we had three years ago, I know we're like really, I mean, there was like one or two, three tools maybe of everything. And now there's so many options. There's 20 of everything. Which can be really overwhelming when you're going through and, you know, you just kind of get decision fatigue. Um, but there really is options for everyone. And I think it's worth it to take the time to research to really know what's going to work for you. And so I know that, you know, I'm obsessed with active campaign, but a lot of times I suggest convert kit for people because they aren't, they don't, they're not going to be using active campaign like I am. And so it's like, all you need is the basic convert kit, get it done. You're good. And, but then they get weird when it's like, well, you're using active campaign though. And why are, why are you not giving that to me? And I'm like, cause you don't need it. <laughs> you right. don't. So I don't know if you get that a little bit too. You work with more experienced folks. Um, but just with, you know, knowing where you're at and what you actually need with, and doing your Google draw thing, just everybody go do Google draw on your systems. <laughs> And then report back because we all want to see it. I want to see it. I'm sure Shelly wants to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and really just being smart with your expenses because your expenses can get really out of control really quickly. They can get really out of control. And I would say that two of the best things that you should check out as an entrepreneur is the Chrome marketplace for all the plugins for Chrome, because there's a lot of free stuff out there that you can do amazing things with and the Google marketplace, because there's so many apps that are within the Google suite that you can plug in through the marketplace for free that will do a lot of the things that paid programs do. So check out both of those areas. Yeah. Oh, totally. And we'll put those in the show notes as well. So where can people find you online? Website, social media, Facebook group, wherever tell the people. Uh, um, my website <laughs> is um, So C-H-E-L-L-E-W-E-E-C-H.com. And you can find me just about anywhere at Shelly Weech. Easy. Easy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much, Shelly, for coming on. I really appreciate Thank you for it. Having me. This was fun. It's always fun to hang out with you though. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.